Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. It's Thursday again, so it's time for a new topic. Um, just to get this out of the way, I do have severe allergies today, so if you hear me sneeze, I apologize. Uh, Juniper's really got me <laughs> this year. So, again, welcome to the show. Today's topic will be um, deafness and, and or hearing loss, which are the same thing. Um, but, of course, when I refer to hearing loss, there's a... There's a there's a variety. There's a scale. There's, you know, some hearing loss versus complete deafness. Um, so that's why I use the term hearing loss most often. Before we get started, I'm going to do a little housekeeping. This show is on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to email me, my email is <clears throat> Erica H at newheightseducation.org. I am on Zoom right now. This is a live show. If you'd like to chat with me, that number is 1-646-558-8656. That is a U.S. number through New York, so your long distance charges may apply. Um, our meeting ID for Zoom is 465-172-882. So that being said, let's go ahead and get going with today's topic. So <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the human ear and how it's, uh, how it's made up and what it actually does to function. So the human ear is comprised of three major parts, <clears throat> the outer ear, middle ear, and inner ear. So what happens is sound waves enter the outer ear, which is what you see the earlobe, and that, that's what you see. Um, the sound then passes through the middle ear, which makes the eardrum uh, and three small bone, bones vibrate. So again, you've got a sound wave, and it goes through, through the um, outer ear into the inner ear. That's where your eardrum is, and it makes... Um, makes them vibrate. Um, the vibration is amplified as it passes through the middle ear and onto the inner ear. There the sound passes th uh, through a snail-like structure which contains fluid. Uh, this is called a cochlea, which um, if you hear a term called cochlear implant, that's where that comes from. Um, the cochlea has thousands of tiny hairs attached to nerve cells, which translate the sound waves into electrical signals, which are then interpreted by the brain. These are the sounds you hear. So basically, when we hear something, 
it has to go through this whole process of being translated into electrical impulses that can be quote unquote read by our brain, except it happens so fast, we don't even realize, you know, that that's what's going on. Um, although it is common to experience hearing loss as you age, for example, in the U.S., approximately one-third of individuals between ages 65 to 75 experience some level of hearing loss. Um, the risk increases after 75, with the number of adults with hearing loss increased to one in two individuals. Again, I'm not saying that this means that the person is, is completely deaf. It means that they have experienced some uh, degradation of their sound uh, ability to hear sound, whether it's high noises, low noises, um, certain sounds, <clears throat> or, you know, things like that. Um, so uh, it, it, it increases to one to two individuals in America um, once you hit above 80, uh, 75, excuse me. Um, but there are other conditions that can cause hearing, la hearing loss, as I'm, I'm sure everyone is aware. Sustained exposure to loud noises, um, in this case, think of a construction worker using a jackhammer or a member of a rock band, can also cause hearing loss. So most types of hearing loss cannot be reversed. However, with the help of a doctor, um, you may be able to increase your level of hearing. So I'm going to take a quick break so we can <clears throat> hear what NHEG is doing in March. After the break, we'll go through the types of hearing loss. I'll see you after the break. There is a lot of exciting happenings here at New Heights Educational Group. And here are your announcements for the month of March. Here are this month's birthdays and anniversaries. Legan Lafferty, March 2nd. Thayla Maxibelins on March 8th. Mariam Kudus on March 10th. Kaylin Spangler on March 10th. Stephanie Gross on March 11th. Legan Scott on March 17th. Kristen Congedo on March 19th. Tara Kurana on March 24th. Ligua Ding on March 27th. And for those on anniversaries, Ayush Galba on March 3rd, William Atkins on March 21st, and Janine King on March 31st. NHEG and Pamela Clark are now ambassadors of the American Business Awards. A special thank you to Silicon Valley High School for their continued sponsorship of this radio show. NHEG has announced a new affiliation with ABC Mouse and Gamefly. ABC Mouse Reading IQ and Adventure Academy offers a step-by-step -step learning path with 10 levels, over 850 lessons, and more than 10,000 individual learning activities. Learn more at abcmouse.com. Gamefly has been the leader for renting the best video games through the mail to gamers in the U.S. for the last 18 years. NHEG will earn commission on each new user that signs up for the free trial or one of the prepaid plans that starts at $9.50 per month and more. Gamefly offers over 8,000 titles for PS4, PS3, <coughs> Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, and other consoles. There's no better time for gamers to make the most of their new systems by using Gamefly. Learn more at www.gamefly.com. 
According to the New Heights Educational Group Executive Director, Pamela Clark, we are always looking for ways to grow offerings and bring opportunities to the public. These are two great examples. We look forward to a lasting affiliation with these organizations. To learn more about NHEG, visit www.newheightseducation.org. NHEG also announces a new partnership with Natural Born Leaders, which includes their Active Learning Starter Program and its teacher support online training program, Active Learning Booster. For a full information on the content and instant access to free module with free video training materials, log on to the program webpage on www.preschool-naturalbornleaders.thinkific.com slash courses slash active learning booster. The ambassador program, partners, and affiliation provide funds to NHEG when someone places an order. Thank you for the continued support of all state insurance and all those that donated through our Facebook fundraiser. We couldn't accomplish what we do without you. Do have a great month. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Eric Hansen. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies. And we are talking about hearing loss today. So there are three categories of hearing loss. The first one is conductive. This is the one that involves the outer and middle ears. Two, sensual neural. This involves the inner ear, which again is the, uh, the part of the ear that translates sound waves into electrical impulses. And three, you could have a mixed combination of both. So what are some symptoms of hearing loss? Um, everyone's probably familiar with some of these, uh, but let's go through them. So a few symptoms of hearing loss can be difficulty understanding speech, especially in loud or crowded spaces, muffling of speech or other sounds, needing to turn up the volume of, on the TV or radio, repeatedly asking others to speak more loudly, clearly or slowly, and withdrawal from social situations, avoidance of social situations. Um, this one makes a lot of sense to me because if you feel you can't hear a lot of the conversations going on, on around you, then you can't really participate, and that can make you feel very isolated. So um, that, that last one does make a lot of sense to me. Excuse me, again, allergies. Um, so what are the causes of hearing loss? What, what can cause the damage that we usually associate with hearing loss? So damage to the inner ear. Um, as we age, the fibers in the inner ear can become damaged or missing, causing the inner ear to send fewer electrical signals to the brain, thus causing hearing, hearing loss. So if you have a lot of, a lot of missing hairs in your ear, there, there's not a lot of conduction, um, or trans or, you know, transport transferring to electrical impulses that your ear can do. Um, and this happens as we age, we just lose a lot of those little hairs, um, it, or they become damaged, um, buildup of earwax. Um, it sounds funny. Um, but a buildup of earwax in the ear canal can temporarily block conduction of sound waves through the ear canal, 
and causing reduced hearing. Earwax can be removed by flushing the ear with warm water, and this is typically done in a doctor's office, and it's called ear irrigation. Um, I had this done about a few years ago when I actually ended up with an ear infection, and <clears throat> they did this to clean out the canal. Basically what they did was the nurse took a syringe and filled it with a, a water and a high, um, hydrogen peroxide solution and just shot water into my ear so it could break up uh, the wax and pull it out. Um, the hydrogen peroxide helped it um, break up is what my nurse told me. That's why they used it. It feels strange, but it's not that. It's not a big deal. Um, I encourage you to get it done. If you think you're having issues with your wax, just give them a call and say, hey, I need an ear irrigation. They'd probably be happy to do it for you. Um, another um, issue that could cause hearing loss is ear infections or abnormal bone growth in tumors, um, which we'll talk a little bit more about that in, a little bit later on. A ruptured eardrum. So this is officially called tympanic membrane perforation. Um, this can be caused by loud bursts of sounds, poking your eardrum with an object such as a Q-tip, hidden changes in pressure, or sudden changes in pressure, and infection, um, they can all damage your eardrum. So I'm going to take another break so we can hear a... Um, a statement from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School. And once um, that finishes, I'll be back with you and we'll talk about risk factors for hearing loss. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video based, self paced, teacher supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on education. If you missed the last two segments, the show will be up on the website. Um, just check us out at newheightseducation.org. So let's continue with the risk factors of hearing loss. Um, so what what do you have to look out for to make sure your ears are safe and can hear properly? And what are um, some risky situations? Let's put it that way. Um, aging, of course, we, we talked about that earlier. Everybody ages. There's not a lot you can do about that. Um, repeated exposure to high levels of noise, such as a jackhammer or motorcycle. Um, I've also seen on you know various videos and things of rock concerts, some um, concert goers will actually wear earplugs in their ears to protect their ears. I have heard that this actually does not um, reduce the enjoyment of the concert. It just protects your ears. Um, and dampens the sound somewhat so it doesn't, you know, hurt your eardrums or anything like that. Um, rock musicians themselves may experience this because, again, of the loud um, atmosphere and the fact that they are, are, you know, on tour and they do it pretty much every night. So that's what they're hearing every night. Um, another um, 
thing that can cause hearing loss is certain medications, which I didn't know until we until I did this uh, research for this topic. Um, certain med medications like Viagra or certain chemotherapy drugs. Um, hearing loss hearing loss may also occur if you take very high doses of aspirin. Again, talk to your doctor if you're concerned about any of those. I'm sure that they will have all of the information that um, you will need. Illnesses. Um, some illnesses which cause high fever, such as scarlet fever, may cause ear damage. Um, you'll hear this a lot in... Um, if you pull up older records of folks from like the 1800s, the early 1900s, perhaps, um, you will have listed sometimes, you know, um, hearing uh, deafness due to scarlet fever. What happens there is your, your fever becomes so high that it starts damaging um, other things in your body. Um, Um, of course, this can happen with other illnesses as well for, for similar reasons. So the EPA's safe noise level is 70 decibels. The louder the noise, the shorter the time needed to cause damage. Um, hearing loss can cause individuals to become depressed and isolated. Um, it is also associated with cognitive decline. Conversely, improving hearing loss also seems to improve cognitive function and memory. Studies on hearing loss and cognition are still ongoing, so we're still investigating that and how that exactly works. So I'm going to take another quick break, and we will be back to wrap this up, this topic up with prevention and treatment. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Hi, and welcome back to the show. So we are discussing hearing loss today, and <clears throat> we were discussing um, some of the symptoms of hearing loss and some of the risk factors that you may encounter out in the world. I'm going to move on to prevention, um, which is pretty, pretty typical if, you know, you take into account what we've discussed before, what actually causes hearing loss. As I mentioned, wearing earplugs to concerts or to loud work environment um, will help prevent hearing loss, um, as well as wearing protect protection during any activities like snowmobiling, riding a motorcycle, or other loud recreational activities. Um, and if you cannot protect your ears, taking breaks is recommended. Also, lowering the volume on music is helpful. Um, a lot of people... Um, especially early in their life, they, you know, teenagers, they turn up the music as loud as they want to, and it can actually hurt your ears very, very much. So do be aware of that. So what is the treatment for hearing loss? 
Um, as I said earlier, hearing loss cannot be reversed, um, but many treatments are available for hearing loss. So the most well-known are hearing aids. Of course, you talk as you get older, most people start needing hearing aids. Um, hearing aids can help with damage to the inner ear. Talk to an audiologist uh, regarding which type of hearing aid is right for you. Uh, not one size fits all. Um, you do need to work with... Oh, excuse me. You do need to work with a um, audiologist or other professional to find which, which is the best fit for you, you know, what works the best for you. Um, surgical procedures may be employed to correct deformations of bone or a removal of a tumor. Um, if your hearing loss is due to frequent infections and thus a buildup of fluid in the ears, your doctor may insert small tubes to help your ears drain. Um, this is frequently done with children. I've had this done um, because I did have a lot of uh, ear infections as a child. If you do have a lot of ear infections, they typically will do this. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's called getting tubes in your ears. Basically, you um, get the tubes in order for the fluid to drain, and you have to watch what you know, watch yourself when you're swimming, make sure that the pool water does not get into them. Um, it's like I said, it's it's um, not typical, but it's not unusual either. If your hearing loss is severe and you cannot and cannot be improved by hearing aids, um, a cochlear implant may be considered. <clears throat> the implant bypasses the damaged portions of the ear and directly stimulates the hearing nerve. Um, again, talk to your doctor about this option. There are actually a lot of wonderful and um, cheering videos out there um, showing children getting their cochlear implants and actually being able to hear for the first time. And it's, it's really adorable. If you're on YouTube and want to go down a YouTube rabbit hole, I encourage you to check that out. It'll put a smile on your face. So I'm going to take another quick break and actually, no, let's just, let's just close out today. Um, so I hope you just uh, enjoyed our discussion of hearing and hearing loss today. Um, as always, have a great week. If you need to talk to me, please give me a shout out on my email address, H at newheightseducation.org. This episode will be up um, soon on our website. I have left some reference links for you guys if you'd like to hear or know more about hearing loss, including the EPA's um, guide to decibel levels, which I found very interesting, but we couldn't really go over in this particular um, episode <clears throat> due to length. So I encourage you to check that out. And join me every Thursday here. I have my Zoom up if you'd like to chat with me. This show is live. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. And we'll have another topic um, that, you know, I, I look into. And if you have any questions or have a topic for me, I'd be happy to look into that for you too. Have a great week.
We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.